0: reality blows my name is nick maritato i'm ashley brooke roberts this is a podcast all about reality television sort of and today's podcast we are going to be talking about the world's toughest race in a little bit um that's on the prime app the amazon prime app if you all have that hosted by bear grills and it's like a it's like an amazing race. They're doing this thing called the Eco Challenge, the Eco Race,
1: which apparently is a thing that happens. I guess often it's sort of like an Iron Man.
0: Well, it's it's like it's like ten, Ironmans it's put, ten put Iron Mans, ten Iron Mans
1: I mean, I'll say this: Nick and I had never heard of it.
0: No, and we'll get into all of that Eco Race crap in a little bit. But first, have you rated our podcast five stars on the Apple Podcast app yet? Do it, folks. Tell a
1: friend. Say, you know what? I like listening to these two losers talk about their life. I think you'd like it, too.
0: Also, is that a better name for this podcast? Two losers <laughs> talk about their life. Uh, We're trying to... Impo- we're, You know, we're letting you guys in. You're the blowhards out there. We're banding about some ideas of possibly a rebranding of this podcast. We've I been mean, doing it for a year now. I we've think,
1: right? definitely talked about it on the <laughs> podcast about how we want to change our name. We want to change our direction. Yeah. We're always in a state of like, are we going to do that? I think, we should do that.
0: I think we, we are more interested in just kind of chatting about our life than chatting about reality TV. And I think you can probably realize that by the amount of time we portion out for the reality TV part.
1: And we want people who listen to this podcast to want to listen to, um, you know, you, they want... We want people to like us. Yes, And want to like be us. here for
0: us, okay, you know? Okay, we get it. You like The Bachelor, but like
1: us. We don't want people coming here and being like, these two people don't talk about reality television enough. I'm going to go listen to Rob Has a Podcast.
0: And, you know, we also... I think we both... Ashley first, me second, are having... Slight issues with the name of our podcast,
1: and we're also having existential crises.
0: Like, my grandma's <laughs> friend wanted to know the name of our podcast. My grandma was like, Oh, you know, uh, she you didn't say- tell me this, it should not sound like that. I made her sound like a not tell old lady. me this happened. Oh, you know, reality blows,
1: grandma. yeah, it just sounds negative, and well, that's not us,
0: yeah. My grandma was like, Hey, um, Kara. Um, she really likes podcasts. I told you you had a podcast today and she wants to hear your podcast. What's your podcast name? First of all, my grandmother has listened to my podcast millions of times. Doesn't know the name yet. That's not a good sign. That's Mm-mm. not a good sign for our name. Mm-mm. Number two, it's just like, ah, you got to tell an older woman that the podcast that you're recommending. That it's
1: you're... called Reality Blows, like a blowjob. Have you heard of that <laughs> well, before?
0: <laughs> well, I don't think anybody ever thinks of blows as a blowjob. You have to really think into the name. You know, so is our is our podcast really called <laughs> Re- Reality Blowjob?
1: <laughs> I mean, I always thought that when you said something blows or something sucks, you're talking about. So, like, if we were to call literally. this podcast,
0: if we were to call this podcast Reality Sucks, it would be really it'd be Reality Sucks a Penis. <laughs> hey, Reality Sucks Penis. Anyway, let's talk about an eco challenge. <laughs>
1: But, I mean, isn't that what the insult comes from? It this is, sucks, yes. this blows. Mm-hmm. I thought, it. yeah, it directly relates to the sucking of yeah. a body part. Yeah. So, yeah, don't tell your grandma's friend that. She's going to blush. <laughs> well,
0: you know what? I think I didn't. She's I think I was like, you know never... what, man? Uh, I'll let her know next time I see her. And then I, like, walked away.
1: She's probably never even seen a penis before.
0: Come on now. She could be a virgin. That's very odd to be talking about on this podcast.
1: 80 year old virgin. That's the next movie I'm going to write. <laughs>
0: uh, what's the first movie you're going <laughs> to write? 20 year old virgin. <laughs> it's just a normal. Yeah, it's a virgin. Um,. Well, yeah, so we're having we're having some existential crises about uh, about many things, that being one of them. But anyway, rate our podcast, five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Give a nice little review for us. We'd really appreciate thank you. Also, are you guys into more of us? If you are, you're in luck. You can go to our Patreon by checking out RealityBlowsPodcast.com, click clicking our little Patreon link. And uh, we have just launched a brand new little thing we're doing over there on the $5 Blonus tier, which is the only tier now. Uh, for $5 a month, not only will you get two just Blonus episodes of Ash and I just shooting the shit or chatting the shit, um, but we're also, as of last, what was it, Thursday, we are recapping a retro season of The Challenge, The Challenge Season 12 Fresh Meat. So if you go on there, I know we dropped a free one on this feed, the other day but there are two up on the patreon the first and second episode and uh uh, by thursday there'll be four up and the next week there'll be six up until we finish this season and who knows if we like doing this and you like doing this we may do another one so uh that's what's going on over there on the patreon you can just get to that by going to patreon.com forward slash reality blows (laughs) a (laughs) penis um What would our name be? I I, I said it today. The
1: the Wildly Ordinary Adventures Mm -hmm. of Ashley, of Nick and Ash. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the wonderful wild world of adventures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot of words in there. What
1: about just the Nick and Ash show?
0: The Nick and Ash show. Well, I think the, the word adventure makes it the seem exciting. Ashley show. Wouldn't it seem exciting? To Everyday
1: on... adventures with Nick and Ash.
0: Everyday ordinary non-adventures. Everyday
1: adventures has Josh a ring. And Drake. Has a ring. Everyday adventures it yeah,
0: has every... a ring. Ordinary adventures. Ordinary adventures.
1: I don't want to be ordinary.
0: But I mean, like today, we're pretty much for the most part going to be talking about the fact that we went to Staples. Like, wouldn't you say
1: (laughs) (laughs) that? I'd like it to be. I would like I want a crowd of people to literally clap for us right now for the fact that we have maintained a podcast during a pandemic where we have found stuff to talk about when you and I are the only people. People that we talk to, like, I I can't believe I still have things to say to you. That's
0: becoming more and more of a problem for you, I've noticed.
1: I need out. What? You need out of what? I just need... I'm just, like, very restless. I I keep trying to buy bikes in hopes that it will make me feel better. Hey, I
0: thought we weren't going to talk about the bike stuff, Ash. Well, I'm... It's on my mind. Well, let's talk about it then. You see, Ash gets obsessed with certain items in her life, okay? Usually... It's something easy, like some sort of a new skincare routine.
1: Oh, I love falling down a skincare routine wormhole.
0: And uh, so you know, she'll she'll go ahead and 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 buy a new product, and it's it's simple, it's cheap, it's easy.
1: Journaling, get really into bullet journaling. Watch a lot of videos about bullet journaling. That was an obsession for a good year. Right, just watching videos of people touching paper.
0: Right now, Ashley is consumed. By the fact that she needs a better bicycle.
1: I want a bicycle that I can ride around and on and feel comfortable. Okay. I just want to feel, I want to just go on a bike ride. You see people like riding bikes and they're like, I'm so happy. I'm on a bike. I want to go on a bike ride. I have, as we know, Nick's biggest, uh, I would say the bit, the biggest bane of your existence, which by the way, you have a very nice life. If this is the, the, if this is the thorn in your butt sack, But you bet you cracked yourself
0: up there with same butt sack. I
1: didn't know what that was. It came out of my mouth, and I I surprised myself.
0: Reality blue (laughs) job.
1: I've got, (laughs) I've got a road bike, teeny little tires, can't handle potholes in Brooklyn. I used to ride my road bike around New York all of the time, and um, got hit by a car. I'm sure I've told that story on the pod. If not. I got hit by a car. That's pretty much the story. And then I'd stop riding my bike in Manhattan. And then it's just like you get so many flat tires constantly when you've got little road bike. T- Maybe this was a podcast about bicycles is what this should be. And so anyway, I don't ride it in Brooklyn. I have a little little crappy little hybrid bike. It's an old Fuji. I ride it around. I brought it to Ocean Grove where we're staying on the shore. Been riding that little Fuji around. It's un comfortable no one wants to go on a bike ride when your ass hurts afterwards you know it's like do i want to go on a bike ride and then be uncomfortable sitting for the next two days um no i don't and then i was like i just want to get a nice cruiser bike that i can cruise around this little shore town live out the sort of you know fantasies i have about living by the beach because by the way spoiler alert we're going to be here for the next six months i'm like i just want to be a little lady on a bike riding around the beach you know what is this fantasy of mine
0: you really buried the lead there about the fact that we are our living situation but i guess we will we'll get, get to that. that
1: we'll get to that so that's what i'm looking for Well, let's
0: can I can i nar- no, uh-uh. narrow down the butt sack my thorn in my butt sack
1: No, I'm not interested in that right now, Nick. I'm not (laughs) interested in that. You brought it up. I know what you're going to say.
0: The thorn in my butt sack is I feel like you have too many bicycles.
1: I have two bikes, and Nick thinks I have too many bicycles. No, no, no.
0: Now you have three bikes.
1: I have three bikes now. Yesterday, I had two. (laughs) We bought another bike yesterday.
0: Sweet. So Ashley um, has decided that... Nick doesn't understand that there are different bikes or different things. All right. Guys, I got to break in here and, and tell you that this may feel hectic. it may feel chaotic and stressful. That's because right leading up to me pressing record on this podcast, Ashley was in full spiral stress mode about what we're about to talk about. So it it, it is a freshy fresh fresh ass reality blowjob wound here.
1: It really is. And it's like thirty minutes old. This pain thirty that minutes I'm in. old.
0: It was happy. I had to calm you down in order to press play here. So it's like you understand. So we're gonna calm it down a little bit. We're gonna take it back. Okay? Yeah. So, Ashley has been sort of fixated on on the perfect bicycle as we were saying, and mm-hmm. and she's been doing a cursory amount of research. I would
1: say an extensive amount.
0: Okay, an extensive amount of research.
1: And what's happening is that no there's hardly any bikes anywhere because of, you know, production has slowed for everybody because of the pandemic. And also it seems like people are buying People are buying bikes and podcasting
0: equipment. And That's also, what's happening. Also, you said roller skates, too.
1: Roller skates have been sold out for a
0: month. People are doing outside shit.
1: People are doing outside shit. Because you
0: can't do inside shit. So it makes sense. When I bought my bike, I'm sure we mentioned it, the lady was like, yeah, there's no bikes here except one bike. So if you want that bike, you can have it. It was yeah. a used bike store. And they I, I like the bike, and I got it.
1: So I, I found there's a bike that I want, you know, just it's a bike that I have been coveting for for years, for years for now t- since 2015 14 i would say when i first became aware of this bike line nick's like you never talk about that yeah i don't talk to you about everything dude <laughs> god <laughs> and, like, do you even need me here <laughs> you know i could just feel you over there biting at the bit to jump in here and be like she's never talked about this bike before yeah you don't i'm not always running things past
0: you're you. actually very wrong what do you have to because say of- I know we're jumping ahead, but when I saw this bike for the first time yesterday, I remembered this bike from being chained up down the block from us in Bushwick.
1: Yes. And I would point to it and say, that's the bike I want. And
0: I used to be like, that's a beautiful bike. Yes.
1: Wow. Babe, why didn't you bring this up earlier?
0: You so were saving it for the pod? I actually found a very specific bike. Um why don't you tell so it's a Linus it's brand? It's a Linus
1: brand. It's called a Dutchie. It's a hybrid. It's just a beautiful bike to get around the city and to cruise, but it is sold out. It is a
0: beach cruiser and and something very important It's to not Ashley. a beach
1: cruiser, it's a hybrid. Okay, there's a difference.
0: Okay, so something very important, Ashley, is that she is not hunched over on her bike. She wants to sit up very straight on her bike, kind of like... um, uh,
1: uh, Like a queen on her throne. Yeah,
0: something like (laughs) that. But she wants to be up, up, up. And um, all of the bikes that she's been on has been hunched over. I mean, a mountain bike, you really quite literally have to, like, hunch your back over to get to the handles. The Fuji beat-around bike that she has, where we're staying right now is the same thing it's a hybrid same sort of silhouette but it's tiny and it's it's kind of junky mm-hmm. and um you know Ashley you're pretty tall you're like five seven or something 5'8. Like so um I'm five eleven so it's tough for me to deal with any of Nick that stuff.
1: you are five nine I measured you <laughs> I, I do not want to get into this I do
0: not want to get into
1: this Nick and and his whole family we all we all measured Nick
0: Ash this is not the time <laughs> to bring up I'm 5'10 and a half. You might be 5'10. You're ten definitely not 5'10 and a half. Five, and Every a half. doctor said I was 5'10 <laughs> and a half.
1: So babe, you're 6 foot to me. Thank
0: you. So um, Ashley wanted a bigger version of this Fuji hybrid bike preferably this linus she goes online she looks to see how much first of all this linus we're not we're gonna we'll keep numbers out of it but this linus um retails pretty expensive it's pretty expensive for like a cruiser type bike i would say
1: it's a mid-priced bike yeah a mid-priced hybrid for sure it's Uh, not cheap hybrid it's not an expensive hybrid but it's mid-priced i would
0: say if you're just like a little bullshitter trying to bullshit around a beach town you probably would not buy this bike unless you're wealthy
1: now um that's it. I don't think Nick knows how much bikes cost. <laughs> so
0: anyway, she wanted to order it off the website. Turns out this fucker was sold out till February 2021. That's right. And so that's today. We can't wait that long. So then she starts cruising around. I, I hope you guys know her new favorite place is the Facebook Marketplace. I'm all about it. She's bought two stupid ass paintings uh, <laughs> from it, or whatever she bought. She but bought two uh, framed posters. I pictures? bought a photograph
1: of some cows. And I bought the periodic table of vegetables. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so that's, you know, and that's, you know, five, ten bucks. There you go. Just got to make a trip around the corner. That's where it was. So then Ashley finds, she's on here, and uh, uh, what's there? The exact bike she wants. Not only is it the brand, the style, but it's the color scheme she wanted.
1: It's the color. I can't believe it. There it is on Facebook Marketplace. Like a
0: creamy white with, like, a brown finish to it.
1: And I've been like, um, I've been looking at Facebook Marketplace bikes since we got here. So this is like in May. I'll tell you what, the ones that I like, they sell out in a day. Easy. I see this post for this Linus five hours after it's been posted. And I write this lady immediately. And I'm like, I'm very interested in this bike. Can you tell me what size it is? Because I know I need a medium frame. I know Linus bikes, the small frame is from 4'10 to 5'3 and the medium frame is for 5'2 to 5'10. And she's like, that's a really good question. Let me measure it. So then she's like, according to this Linus chart, and she sends me the little, um, the, the hyperlink, it's a uh, medium frame. And I was like, cool. That's what I'm looking for. I can't believe it. It's the bike I want, the color I want, the size I want. And she's selling it. And um, I say, can I come ride it tomorrow? And I'm very serious about this. If it works out, I'm going to buy it.
0: And so I assume this lady says, sure. Yeah. Ashley wakes up and goes, hey, you got to come with me. I go, okay. She goes, I go, where is it? She goes, Manasquan, which is about a 10-minute ride from us. I go, okay, cool. She goes, I'm going to go get the actual address. I go, fine. She goes and gets the actual address. It's not in Manasquan. It's in a, a Montclair. Which instead of ten minutes is about seventy minutes away from us.
1: But I think we can all agree, Manasquan, Montclair, very <laughs> similar. Okay, I just looked at the name and I it stuck in my brain. It I immediately I it's saw okay, the name. It's okay, messed up. No, you
0: don't have to explain <laughs> to these I people need what to happened.
1: Explain it. <laughs> no, 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 I got no.
0: it. Ashley, a little, little dumb dumb, <laughs> and she <laughs> don't know <laughs> the
1: name. Huh. It connected to a name I had heard before. I'd never seen Montclair before, so I just read it and I associated it with Manasquan where We've gone before. So I was just like, yeah, it's a Manasquan.
0: I can't wait till my dad listens to this podcast. And the next time he sees you, he goes, you thought Montclair was Manasquan? I
1: just glanced at the name, Steve. Hey,
0: Steve, next time you see Ashley, make sure you say that to her. So... Anyway, Nick gets pissed. I get pissed. I get pissed because it's like really mad. Because it's not only it's a Sunday. I'm like, it's also the most beautiful day you can imagine on the Jersey Shore. It's not the the heat has been oppressive. But more importantly, uh, because of the storm that hit Texas, Uh, We were getting the tail end of that this weekend. It was kind of washed out on a Saturday, washed out on the Friday. But this Sunday was 75 to 80 degrees, nice and crisp, a nice little breeze. The sun wasn't too hot, no humidity. It was a nice day to sit inside and watch Big Brother All-Stars Season 7. Now, I was prepared to go for about, I don't know, half hour, go get this bike, come back. When I found out this thing was in Montclair, I was like, Oh shit! That's my whole day. Dog. Nick was that's like, my whole day, "Call
1: dog. this off."
0: I was like, "Call this off,"
1: and I was like, "No, babe, I'm gonna do it by myself. And, I don't
0: even need you." And something that I'm pretty <laughs> impressed with myself that I can do is when I've just dis- when I decide that now I don't want to do something, I can now I now become like a trial lawyer uh, in the defense of uh, why we should not be going to this place is that what you think and i immediately become? i immediately pick out every little aspect that could possibly be wrong and why ashley is making the biggest mistake of her life by going to montclair to get this bike and so i i read off a laundry list of things um mostly uh, you know it's fun I, and i'll admit this right now i was a prick i was being a prick and i was upset
1: yep he was. He really was being a dick. You know, I was dick. saying
0: stuff like, you know, like, how dare you spend this money on this bike? There are starving kids out there. Give you it to them. You didn't say that. Um, I really probably did say, why don't you spend money on our fucking podcast so we can make he, some goddamn money. He did money. say that. He did say that. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um, anyway, wasn't budging. This was Ashley's deal. And then Ashley's like, you know what? I'd actually prefer if you didn't come with me, you big fat prick.
1: Yeah. and You're I being was, a dick.
0: I was like, "You know what? Fine. Good. Have fun doing that cuz you're going to need somebody to put this bike in the trunk. You're going to need somebody to make sure that this person doesn't kidnap you. You're going to you're going to need me and you're going to regret it. And I'm going to let you go off and deal with all this stuff on your own." Then I went downstairs and I made my eggs. Okay, made my eggs and went after I made my eggs. I cracked a seltzer. I went out where we do our chat chits with our morning coffee on the little balcony. And I sat there and I go, yeah, go ahead. Nice try. Nice try, Ash. You think you can get me to go ain't going to happen. And then Ashley came out and she tried to be nice to me. Because also, Ashley woke up in the best mood you could ever wake up in.
1: I don't know what the hell was going on yesterday.
0: Real salt in the wounds to a guy who was having a bad day.
1: I was so happy. For the first time in months, I woke up and I was singing a little tune. I had a, I had a pep in my step.
0: And she was destined to not let my attitude bring her down.
1: I wasn't going to let your bullshit get in my way of my perfect bike.
0: Ashley came out on the balcony, tried to... Schmooze me, give me little hugs and kisses just to get me to feel better about going with her to Montclair. I told her ain't gonna happen. Get the hell out of here. I couldn't believe
1: how freaking lucky I was.
0: So she walks out, and I'm like, "Well, good. Go and get that fucking bike. I don't give a shit." And then, and then, as I'm sipping on my blackberry, uh, what's that? What's that brand of seltzer? Seltzer Buble. Buble seltzer, bubbly, bubbly. I'm sipping on it. Nice day. All of a sudden, I see a, a a couple of a certain age. Man and woman, they're walking down the sidewalk right in front of the house. God damn it, that lady tripped and fell on the ground. She fell on her, uh, what are those little stupid sandals that uh, women like? The ones that have like the two. Bergen-Sachs. Berks, she fell on her stupid Berks. Tripped in the sidewalk, fell right on her on her knees, on her on her hands. Real, real quick fall. Man, he had to pick her up, dust her off, make her feel good. And they went on their way. And I thought, God damn it. That is what a man is supposed to do for his woman. Pick her up. Help her in her time of need. And then I came downstairs and I said, all right, Ash, I'm going to go get your stupid fucking bike with you. Let's do it. And were you happy?
1: Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) Are you still in a bad mood? Because I don't know if I want to be in the car with you for an hour.
0: Not only will I come, but so will my bad attitude, and it will make it worse on you.
1: Nick was like, you have to. I will come with you under under one condition. We have to go to Target first. Also, I'm not going to eat on my diet today. You have to buy me Dunkin' Donuts.
0: (laughs) I never asked you to buy me Dunkin' Donuts, but it helped. So we, uh, we got in the car, got that Dunkin' Donuts. By the way, folks, the Beyond Sausage sandwich over at the Dunkin' Donuts, I think shits upon any other sandwiches they have going at this point.
1: It is better than the real thing.
0: I mean, it is. It Easy really peasy. is. Easy is. peasy.
1: Because I remember their sausage sandwich before. They're giving you a measly little flat sausage. They are. They are. This Beyond Sausage is juicy. It's is good. Thick. It's not juicy, but it's good. It's thick. It's good. It is
0: thick. It's nice. Tasty. You put it on a little Egg McMuffin looking thing. And uh, so then, uh, and also a little a little spicy. It's like a Southwest tw- tanginess to Basically, it.
1: Basically, even if you're not a vegetarian, you should be getting this Beyond yeah. Breakfast sausage at Dunkin' Donuts it's good. If you're I, might getting... get, I might get one today. And we also got some little donut holes. We got pumpkin ones, M-
0: pumpkin munchkins. Now, you were trying to tell me that. The donut holes, quote unquote, over at Dunkin' Donuts were not called munchkins. You came home one day and you were like, hey, by the way, you know how you are like munchkins? That's what's at Dunkin' Donuts? Nope. It's donut holes. Go ahead and look at that menu. There's no mention of munchkin. And I was like, "What? It's Dunkin' Munchkins. Everybody knows the Munchkins. Yes, they're donut holes. That's the no frills way of saying it. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get an Endemons version of this or some sort of grocery bought version of this, yeah, that's donut holes. It's the hole in the donut. That's what fills the hole. You can actually just take a regular donut and you can place the little ball. Get on with it. Anyway, I'm like, it's Munchkins. And then I was like, well, maybe not. Maybe because like you know we're we're phasing out certain words. Like uh, we're phasing out. um, You know, you can't say the word." midget anymore that's not a nice term you can't use that it's little people you know and uh even you be being even more specific you know if somebody has dwarfism you, you know this is a dwarf you know what i mean I, I do we not say dwarf i don't know uh anyway i'm like okay i get it munchkins or and then i was like wait a minute do you think maybe that the wizard of oz people over at uh what is it Lionsgate? gate who, who who made wizard of oz? mgm of course it's mgm you think mgm was like hey duncan fuck you you're not using munchkins anymore that's for our little people and our dwarves that's who munchkins are all right could that have been it and i'm thinking all these things and i'm like god damn it we get to this goddamn menu guess what's on the menu ash
1: yeah i don't know munchkins. I, I guess i guess i went to a different munchkins. Dunkin' donuts that had donut holes on there that's not the point of the story it, 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 it it
0: ain't the point but hey, it's very important were, you okay? were
1: right is that what you need me to say thank
0: you by the way we got the pumpkin munchkins I, we never really uh post-gamed on those those things are good
1: yeah they're the best ones i've
0: had they were really good because yeah. you were like
1: i'll just take a variety i like to just tell them to get whatever because yeah. i like what they pick i feel like they're always going to pick the best
0: Yeah, you get like two cinnamons a plain and a jelly and you're like i ordered six and they go fuck yourself and then you go away no i said you know what it's about that time let's get that pumpkin we got it so good anyway We we get we we, we start cruising, we get on the road. It takes us, you know, about the seventy minutes. Uh uh. Oh Oh, we got We went to Target. We went to Target. Nick had
1: a meltdown in Target. We left Target. I did not have a meltdown in Target. Yes you did. You like throwing dry erase boards (laughs) around, being like none of these folks go (laughs) horizontal. (laughs) <laughs> it's only set up to go vertical. It only has, only has the hookup to go vertical. First of all, vertical. here's the thing.
0: It seems like colleges or something is back in session. Yeah, I guess some people are schools, going to school. Babe, schools. I guess they're going to different schools that are. I don't know how these schools are back in session, specifically colleges. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ. People are going to be like, you think, uh, you know, uh, STDs run rampant at these places. These kids are going to be dropping like flies with the COVID.
1: All Nick wanted was a dry erase board. Target didn't have what he wants. He had a meltdown. We left Target. They and
0: had one dry a race board but it was vertical I needed horizontal and it was so heavy it was like made for like a princess like with like a golden trim and blah 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 bullshit so anyway,
1: Nick's freaking out he and left. I'm like, "Let's just go to Staples, baby." I'm like brushing his hair. I'm like, "Calm down, it's okay." Cuz now I realize I am going to be stuck in the car with this guy <laughs> for the next hour. And then something the is
0: very wrong with his attitude.
1: And so I'm like, "Let's just go to Staples. Staples will have what you want."
0: And I was like, "Okay, good." So we went to Staples, which is luckily like connected in a back alley sort of way to this.
1: Everything in New Jersey, you can get to every mini mall in New new jersey from another mini yeah, mall did
0: you know that like every parking lot connects to every other parking lot? you just have lot? to go
1: around to the back and then go down a little street and then go to the back of the other one you can swoop in
0: it's true so we went over there to the staples by the way the second time we went to the staples this week
1: yeah we've been having we've been striking out at staples
0: staples is our new target i guess uh, you know, I, I realized something about the suburbs. You just go to Staples all the time.
1: Nick and Ash survived the suburbs. Mm, surviving, surviving the suburbs, our New Jersey adventure. Our winter cast. Our winter cast.
0: So we went to Staples and, uh, you know, just, you know, might as well go back and talk about it. We had gone to Staples earlier this week because Ashley and I uh, have decided that we are going to hunker down here in New Jersey until the end of the winter
1: we're gonna be here until march folks we've decided it we're giving up our brooklyn apartment we're gonna move into the basement we're gonna stay here and we're gonna take care of nanny that's the plan
0: that's the plan my grandmother needs somebody here um and she would be okay if we weren't here but it, it would it would make it a lot easier on everybody if somebody was here for the time being my mother is moving out my mother is going to her own place. She Fine, a place
1: her- of her own for the first time in her life. I mean, hallelujah. Living alone for the first time. She
0: broke it to the family that she would like to live on her own. I mean, it's a it's a woman who's been living with people for her entire life. She just wants a little getaway. And by the way, that getaway is going to be an 11-minute walk yeah. from where we are now. Yeah. It's around Super the corner. Super close. But, you know, my grandmother and my mother have lived together for a couple years here. And I think my grandmother has gotten accustomed to the fact that my um, mother is here. Plus, my grandfather passed away. That's the reason they moved here. So she hasn't been like in a house alone in Your
1: a long time. Your grandmother's never lived alone, has she? N- no,
0: no, because she moved out of her uh, Park Slope a- uh, apartment with her family into another place with my grandfather. And yeah. Then they moved to New Jersey together. Yada, yada, yada. Atta. So. There's a lot of transitions going on. On top of that, as you guys know, Ash and I have been really questioning what we want to do for the rest of this sort of quarantine time. We are luckily in a place that really will not, I I do not think we'll get up in arms if we leave on a dime, if we just decide to drop everything and leave. We do not like our apartment any longer. As much as we've tried to lie to ourselves about it, I think even this morning we kind of talked about it. What we love is our neighborhood. We love New York City. And what we really love is the idea of it. Okay, what we what we see on Instagram, people in a park hanging out, you know, uh, kids, uh, you know, uh, throwing a frisbee in Central Park, uh, you know, uh, dogs at a dog park barking away, little cafes, little cafes with little sandwiches. We love all that, and drinking beer. What? <laughs> oh, like, sorry. So yeah,
1: um, and we love Brooklyn. We want to be in Brooklyn, but you know our place has issues our
0: place has major league issues and so what we've decided to do is to come and stay where we are help out around here while also searching for a better place for us to live will that be in new york city maybe but it might be somewhere else shit dude it's a wild ride we're on it really is i mean it really is the misordinary adventures of mr miss and mrs mister oh my god um that's our new name of our podcast anyway you know, I'm, we're, we're diverting here. But we went to Staples earlier in the week so that we could buy a couple of comfortable uh, office chairs. We need
1: chairs to sit in while we write. And yes. there's no chairs here for that. There's comfy couches. And then there's like chairs you can sit in to eat. Yeah, and like the, dinner chairs. Dinner chairs. And you would, have, you would sit in them for like an hour. And we've tried to like, you know, we needed a, a, to sit at a desk as being freelancers. It's just not, place isn't set up. But we've decided if we are going to stay here, we're going to get us some desk chairs. We went to Staples, blah, blah, blah. They were out of desk chairs. Anyway, that's the story. This time we're at Staples to get Nick a dry erase board.
0: Well, we ordered those chairs anyway from Staples. Yeah, we
1: went to... Oh, my God. I don't even want to get into that Staples adventure because that was another... Truly, just nothing but roadblocks. We go to staples, we sit in all their chairs, we pick one out, we're like, we'll take two of these. The lady's like, we don't we're out, we're sold out of this And well, we're
0: like at first they were like, yeah, we got those.
1: E- no, that's the second time oh, we okay. took Then we picked two other chairs. she's like, I got one of these and one of these, and we're like, okay, we'll take those. And then she finds us late ten minutes later in the store and she's like, yeah, we don't have those. something's wrong with my my device. And I was like, you know what? okay? Well, we're just here and I'm just, we're. she's like, the best bet is to order them online. We don't really have anything here. And we're like, okay. Cause everything, Could have used that
0: information about 20 minutes ago.
1: Everybody's sold out of everything we're learning. like I'm sure you guys have also learned this. It just seems like everything's sold out everywhere. So we're at Staples and I'm like, well, I don't want this trip to be for nothing. I'll buy some computer wipes you know, some good old fashioned computer wipes, clean up my screen. I get in line to buy these computer wipes. The dude at the cash register is like, do you want to donate $5 to children in need their school supplies? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then for some reason he scans it wrong. It takes ten minutes. He has to get the call the manager of the store over to fix it. I ended up paying like twenty dollars for a tube of
0: screen wipes. Did it cost more than five dollars? Or was no, the, it cost the wipes fifteen. Bucks?
1: The wipes were fourteen, which was actually too expensive. It was too
0: expensive for those wipes.
1: And then five dollars for the thing. And then so we left that Staples in a huff, promising ourselves that we would never go to Staples again. But then Nick couldn't find the Sunday. Cut the Sunday when he's standing in Target going, It only goes vertical. It won't go horizontal. <laughs> and oh, it's too heavy. And so I was like, fine, we'll go back to freaking staples.
0: So we go back to Staples. I walk in and it is back to school time. It's, a, mean, rush. it's it is a rush it's a rush for children to go find. Like they got moms with, the, with their nose assassins, uh, who are coming. A lot of moms in there did not have their nose covered up what? with their masks. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Couldn't believe it. I want to fucking spit on these people. I really do. I'm sorry. But if you're walking into an establishment and I see your big fat fucking nose coming out over your little mask, you should be ashamed of yourself. Put your noses away. I don't want to see your nose in a non-pandemic situation. Okay? You should feel lucky you get to fucking cover that honker up.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Anyway, so I'm walking around through this thing and I'm like, fuck, man. Are they all out of them here as well? But I went to the right section and I did find what I needed, and I bought two options. And the first option was just your regular horizontal, horizontal. <laughs> I almost said horizontal, horizontal. Okay, white wipe board. Yeah. Okay, is it a white board or a no, white dry board? erase board? Dry erase board. But then right next to it was something that was experimental. Okay, it you wasn't a board. It was a tube. And I picked up that tube, and it was Post-it brand, 3M, and what they have is a dry erase board that you can just stick like a sticker, like a decal on your wall. And I go, hey, you know what? This might be something. So I went and I bought both. I'm going to try this Post-it thing out. If it doesn't work, fuck it. I have this other one, but if it does work, I'm going to take the other one back and then, you know, cut to our whole adventure through our whole adventure. We came back here and I'm looking at a beautifully stuck up post it 3M dry erase board. Would you not agree that that thing's wonderful, Ash? It looks cool. It does look cool. It's stuck. And what's cool about this thing is you could take it off the wall and reuse it if you want and put it somewhere else. And it uh, does not take any paint off the wall. And it's you don't really have wonderful. to
1: put a hole in the wall. But I will say that you're just like so attached to the idea that it's a post-it 3M. You kept being like, it's Those the are 3M good brand. It's Those the are 3M good brand." Brands. And also, you gave me a lot of crap for buying a bike. But let's bring up the fact that you bought two dry erase boards.
0: Doesn't even come near to the amount of money you spent on that bike. So, um, anyway, we got, by the way, the reason that we're doing this podcast, because I wrote it up on the board, would have forgot about it without that board anyway so we get back in the car and we're off to montclair you know nice ride not too bad not too much traffic montclair by the way gorgeous town haven't really spent much time there gorgeous town near montclair university very mountainous very liberal college town a lot of biden signs a lot of black lives matter signs felt comfortable because for a while we were like where are we going are you gonna be about to give a whole bunch of money to a trump supporter sorry trump supporters out there but we're we're through with it sorry not sorry sorry not sorry um so uh anyway turns out really nice town like really nice houses we're like oh this is wealth this is wealth. yeah
1: these are like million dollar houses pull
0: up to this gorgeous little area um very mountainous very woodsy yeah uh ashley gets out she tests rides her bike she drives by the little window that i'm sitting by in the car and she's like look at me i'm like you look good and she's like okay and then she goes um she ends up uh haggling this person down a little bit because it turns out the bike was as she suspected and we found it on the way there that it was a different style bike less gears you know she
1: listed it she called it a dutchy three but then the link she put on it was to a dutchy seven which is seven gears and so i was like this isn't really the bike you linked you you, this is a three-gear bike and she was like oh and so knocked her down 50 bucks and got a free basket Got a free
0: little basket It was very nice uh bike actually fit in the car we brought my mother's car she's got a little uh volvo with a nice little hatchbacky looking thing so we got it in the car real easy um i saw that there was a guitar center near here and i'm like oh good i've been trying to go to a guitar center why don't we go to this guitar center i want to buy us um i want to upgrade our mics a little bit and get us some some table stands because now we have a little office in the uh that we're going to be doing our podcast which we are in right now a nice little area for us the podcast. And I was like, I'm going to set our stuff up since now we're we're staying there. Went to this deserted guitar center in Montclair, New Jersey. Oldest guitar center ever to exist um
1: it looked like it had been a um like dress like a ross dress for less or like a fashion barn it was like shaped like a warehouse barn type thing and then the faded posters of rock stars on the outside i
0: like it if you guys have seen guitar center before there's always like Famous guitarists that are outside like on these posters as if like you're going to go inside and they're going to help you buy a guitar. Or something. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, is Slash in there? I just want to talk to Slash really quick. Yeah. Hi, can, uh, um, can I speak to Slash? I'd like to ask him about uh, which acoustic guitar I'd like to buy.
1: It's like Slash. The poster of Slash is advertising the idea of a guitar. Right. Not like a specific guitar brand. Just like, this is a guy who also owns what you came here to buy.
0: Guitar Center is like the rock and roll version of Planet Hollywood.
1: Guitar Center is like actually very fun and very cheesy. And I would love it if they set up like a short order grill in the back. And then you could just go there and get sandwiches, hang out. (laughs)
0: Like a mall? Yeah, I think it'd be cool. It is really fun. I used to go to the one that is on uh, 14th Street, a bunch, when I was like... um, Living alone, yeah. Uh, this would be like, oh, I'll pop in a Guitar Center if I'm in Manhattan. I'm, I've um, been to that one a if few I'm times. By Union Square, and you know, I would go into the drum room, and you could play their electric drums, which is a lot of fun, and you could sit around and look at the guitars, and you know, I bought all of uh, this equipment uh, that we're using right now at the Guitar Center in. Union Square. Very nice. Very nice. We went to this one. Pretty barren. Once again, a lot of stuff missing. Ashley, while she was there, wanted to get a banjo stand, right?
1: Yeah, I just want to get a stand for my banjo. They didn't have one.
0: Couldn't find a person to ask. Like, it was really like, there's like three guys working in the entire store.
1: After we checked out their fedora section, we were like, (laughs) let's get serious.
0: Sick fedora there. Maybe we'll post it up on the Instagram. We're Um, like,
1: let's get serious. Get the mics. Get out of here. We've already been in here for 30 minutes. I'm like, I want to go check on my new bike. So,
0: Ashley, ran outside to go check on her new bike i stayed in line for another 20 minutes for the guy to be like yeah we don't have those we don't have them and i'm like you don't have the most basic microphone that you any person who's using live vocals ever needs I was like sorry we don't have those in stock
1: everything's anymore. sold out dude turns out have the you one, tried to buy a bike by they're the way sold out too. the
0: one by the target and the staples yeah. i looked online in their location search they got them we could have just went right there and <sighs> you got gotta them. be freaking kidding so me. anyway couldn't get them whatever it's all right we got the bike wasn't a fail because our plan was our backup plan what was our backup plan ash
1: we were gonna go to muji
0: there was a muji around there
1: yeah and nick was like if you don't buy the bike then we can at least say we came here for muji
0: and it was like okay
1: anyway can we not open
0: on sundays can
1: we get to the point of the story
0: so then we drive all the way back right we drive all the way back takes a long time to get back yeah we stop in what three rest stops so you can pee
1: We did pull off into a couple. Pulled off into two. But it's just because they were like they didn't look. We pulled off into them, thinking they were a rest stop. But then it was just like a McDonald's, and I was like, "They, this isn't a public bathroom." Because like if you go into McDonald's here, or if you go into Dunkin' Donuts here, or wherever, the bathrooms are not open to the public because of COVID. The only bathrooms that are open up to the public are New Jersey state rest areas. So by the third, third quote unquote rest area, cheesecake.
0: You guys know the cheesecake quake uh rest area it finally
1: had public bathrooms but we get back their here. annie ann's
0: pretzels closed
1: that's not that's not important to the story mm-hmm. we get back it's important to me we eat some italian food You it
0: got some nice i got some penny vodka what'd you get
1: I got a um, cheese ravioli, cheese ravioli. Mm-hmm-hmm. We came upstairs. We watched a bunch of television. I went downstairs at some point while we were watching television.
0: We did bring your bike in from the trunk and into the basement. My new bike. Where it sits right now.
1: And I, um, I looked up the serial number on the bike. Because even though this woman was like, yeah, I measured it. It's a medium. I didn't fully believe her. Um, just because she didn't like really seem with it. I mean, she put the wrong link on the Facebook thing and, and truth be told, I should have just freaking measured it myself while I was there, but I don't actually know how to measure a bike. I don't really know like what, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I'm not that. All I know is I want a bike that I'm comfortable on. Guys, that's get cool. off her that's back. All I get know,
0: off her back. She doesn't know how to measure a bike. She's so a bike me- me- measurer.
1: I write down the serial number and I write Linus. Um, that's the bike company. I write him last night while we're watching television. I'm like, hey, I just bought a used Linus Dutchie. This is the serial number. Like, what can you tell me about it? Can you tell me what frame size it is? Like, I'm just like looking for this bike's backstory. You know what I mean? And the Linus rep uh, wrote me back last night, you know, because they are in, like, Germany, I think. So they got that. Hi,
0: yes. Uh, I can't do one. I thought I had it. You don't. I you just I have a lisp. <laughs> That's all that, that was.
1: Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. okay.
0: okay. I will have it one day.
1: They're just like, congrats. Like, that's awesome. Unfortunately, the uh, previous owner didn't register it, so I can't really give you that much info on it. But, like, there's a quick and easy way to tell if it's a small or medium. Wants the bike! Oh, my God. <laughs> They're like, if this number is on the tires, it's a medium. If this number is on the tires, it's a small frame and, um, I'm like, okay, thanks, and I just, I avoided doing it last night, because I was like, I'll wait till tomorrow, and then right before we started the podcast, I looked at Nick, and I'm like, I'm not, a com- I'm not convinced that it's a medium frame, and Nick's like, what the, f- f- what the, f- are you f- in talking about, that's what Nick did, and I was like, I just, I, I've slept on it, and she said it was a medium frame, and she measured it, but it seems like a little small of a frame, and I don't know. I only rode it around for five minutes, and I think I might have made a horrible mistake, and Nick was like, "Why? you have to go find out right now before we start the podcast, and I was like, okay. I went downstairs, I looked on the tires, and it's a small frame.
0: And that's the end of the podcast, folks. So anyway, it's not the actual end.
1: I had a meltdown. Nick went had down a real there. had a
0: real meltdown. We went I down mean, there, found found as many Allen keys as we could possibly find to
1: raise the seat. Raise the
0: seat. Ashley got on the seat. She could not. We didn't have the size to raise the handlebars, but. I mean, we raised the seat. Did you feel a little bit more comfortable with the seat I guess.
1: I'm just, like, so disappointed. But you know what? There are other things in life. There are far worse things in life, you know? So it's like, I guess I should just shut up. I'm going to take it to a bike store today and have them raise the handlebars. And, you know, I just want to ride around on a bike and and enjoy my life and not have, like, stiff elbows and a sore butt at the end of it. And that's all that I want. But you know what? Maybe that's asking too much. I don't know. I should count my blessings. I, I feel like a privileged asshole for even complaining about As you
0: can see, this is killing it.
1: I feel like just such a jerk it's for even complaining her. about buying the wrong size bike. But I'm also pissed because I thought that I was the luckiest gal in the world who had found her perfect bike and her perfect size now, and her perfect color.
0: What is the difference between the size of a small frame and a medium frame on the Linus hybrid? What do you mean? What is the difference?
1: Small is for people who are four ten to five no, three.
0: No no no, no 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 no. That's that's a bullshit thing they made up. I'm saying it's like
1: two inches two all around. Two inches all around. Two inches. But that's a lot, babe. You think that that's not a big deal? But you know what? That's the difference between someone who says they're five six and someone who's five ten. Okay. And you that's, said you were six. That's four inches. What? No, I mean who's six foot and five ten.
0: Okay. I don't know what you're speaking about. You're trying to make a case. But it is a small, it's an incidental, you know, situation. I'm
1: just upset. I'm upset. I made a mistake and now I have to just deal
0: with it. And I'd like, I mean, I I guess we went through all of this just, just so I could be recording when... Ashley, go ahead and, and she says what she's gonna say. Right, you're now. right. You Thank were right. You. you were right.
1: Okay, I. Why should...
0: would you go to? a well, I thought a I was place to buy this bike. It's basically winter at this point. You're not even gonna be able to ride the guy. First and thing. foremost, Why can't i can you be happy with your little Fuji in the goddamn? basement
1: first and foremost i think that like we should be buying used things anyway like i feel like instead of buying a new car you should buy a used car instead of buying a new bike you should buy a used bike like i believe in just like you know a low footprint in terms of buying things like this so i thought i was doing a good thing by buying a used bike and it was in my size and it was my color and it's like what do i do i write this lady back and i go hey lady you told me this was a medium and it's a small give me my money back i mean she's just gonna be like f you and then i have to to. drive and give her the bike i guess i'm just gonna ride this small size frame around i guess i I,
0: guess you are
1: i mean you know what this is like i said there are far worse things to be upset. why don't you
0: use it as like a goal bike
1: to shrink (laughs) i hope i my goal is to get this to be (laughs) five three and five eight how can i lose five inches in the next six months
0: from my height you do not need a bike that is bigger than the bike you have. I could ride around that bi- on that bike and it would be no problem. And I'm six foot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: You're 5'10". <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with guys who are 5'10". I'd like that to be clear, but there are, is something there wrong with guys. Be. There is something wrong with guys who say that they're six foot and then you and their entire family measure them and they're 5'10". I never
0: said I was six foot. When and, we started
1: dating, I hate, I you were like, I'm six you, foot no. and I'm employed.
0: <laughs> Uh, listen, I never ever said that I was six foot. I never said that.
1: I think you said you were 5'11 and three quarters. No, 5'11.
0: I said I was 5'11. Babe, you're 5'9. I'm five and a half.
1: Oh my I'm God. I'm getting older.
0: You've known me for a long time. This I'm is getting ridiculous. Older. You have to pluck gray hairs out of my beard. You know, I'm getting Aww, older. Okay. My little you're, Saint Nick. You're watching me age.
1: Well, St. Nicholas.
0: Listen, I think the bike's going to be cool. I think you have to get over it. I think it's all in your head what you think the problem with this bike will be. You just feel let down because you thought that you were getting the perfect, 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 and really only got the perfect, perfect. And it's okay. You would not have had this style bike if you didn't buy this. There's no other Linuses around that will uh, satiate What you're looking for. This is the best you can possibly do. You can't even get a real one from the website. You have to buy a used one. And you found one that was within driving distance. It fit in the car. Who knows? It may not fit if it was a medium frame. So, you know, you have to just accept the fact that this is where you are. This is your plight in life. And I think you enjoy it. I think you go to the store today, you go ahead and get those things changed, okay? And you ride it around and you decide, hey, this actually works for me. Everything's gonna be a, o, k. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fine. And I don't think you need to go to the uh, bike store. I think you just have to go to the little hardware store down the street, and I think you got to buy like a set of Allen keys. I just
1: want someone who works on bikes to raise the handlebars. Just let me do that. Stop. Stop. Control. I got to go to
0: Raymore and Flanagan with my grandmother and you're coming.
1: Why do you need me to go to Raymore I and I need you there. Why? You just need me there for moral support. Yes.
0: Fine. Because Raymore and Flanagan will take a half hour. You had me go to Montclair I to get a bike fine. you don't
1: like. I said fine. Listen, I said fine.
0: You don't want to let these people know that you're that you're you're mean to me. All right? You just say yes to me and you say, you say yes. Thank you. I don't you.
1: care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't think I'm coming across as mean. The fact that you wouldn't want to go to Waymore and Flanagan. I just said I'll go with you, babe.
0: I understand. But I'm just saying I don't think you need to go to the bike store. That's all.
1: Can we take a break and then come back and talk about the show? We can take a
0: break and we can come back. We could talk all about the world's toughest race hosted by that big old dummy, Bear Grylls. And uh, it's actually a pretty fun show. It's on Amazon Prime. So we'll take a break. We'll come right back. Hi, folks. We're back. Ash, uh, why don't you tell the fine folks about this world's toughest race?
1: The world's toughest race is a, a show on Amazon Prime. It follows an eco challenge in Fiji. It's a television series documenting a long-range, multi-day expedition in which teams race nonstop with little to no sleep over mountains, jungles, and oceans. Okay? There's 66 teams, and each team consists of four people. It uh, involves uh, trekking by foot, traveling in, in boats, paddling, sailing, Okay, paddle boarding, mountain biking, all sorts of um, movement activities, traveling ways, but no modern technology can be used. So there's no, um, no, no GPS. You can only get a compass and some maps. And basically, you have to go through all these different checkpoints. They collect these tokens as they go along. And the winning team, so there's 66 teams, the winning team will win $100,000 cash prize. The race covers more than 417 miles. 417 miles! And it has to be completed within 11 days. Out of these 66 teams, 30 different countries are participating in the race. There's 31 checkpoints. And, um, you know, it's intense. You basically, if, if something happens and you have to be evacuated, there's a medical reason that you have to leave the race. Your whole team is disqualified. If you don't make it to the checkpoint in a certain amount of time, your team is disqualified. If you're in the ocean and a storm is coming and you're paddling and the wind is pushing you backwards and you're realizing you're going to be stuck like this for the next 10 hours and you just want to get out, you are disqualified. So it, it seems like, um, you know, it's cr- clearly very grueling. I don't think we realized how grueling it was going to be until the first episode when a guy basically almost dies of heat stroke and yeah. his team is like carrying him.
0: Team, uh, they're called, uh, what are they? The Bend or something? Yeah,
1: Team Bend Breakers or something like that.
0: Yeah, and uh, they're from Portland. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, uh, yeah, this guy almost expires and instead of that what they do is basically just rest for a little bit they were in first place they go all the way back to 57th place of 66 there's 66 racers um and uh they kind of push this guy along enough to where he kind of recovers
1: at one point (laughs) they have a rope around him pulling him as he stumble walks up um a mountainside on this hike
0: I mean, it's pretty in, it's pretty intense uh, watching the people having to deal with the fact that they trained for this for, like, a year, and then all of a sudden their strongest—what they had considered their strongest player goes down on, like, the first couple of hours. Um, now, they had—what what basically what happened with this guy, and this will kind of just illustrate what this race is like, they had to um, paddle—what kind of a boat is that that they're in? It's, like, where, like, you're kind of in a canoe— but like to the left of you is like almost like an uh, another little another, piece of like wood. weighted canoe yeah. type
1: thing, but you can't be in it.
0: Yeah, it's like a little weird thing. Is um, that to
1: keep you balanced?
0: I don't know what that is. But they're just
1: paddling
0: but they, across
1: yeah, the ocean. They're
0: paddling across the ocean and they paddled for 11 hours. Straight. Straight.
1: And that's about when I think his heat stroke took in.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And apparently now, they, they did not realize it was going to be as hot or they weren't expecting it to be as hot. As it was when they actually get on land, because immediately when you hit that first trek checkpoint, they have to do like a um, like a jungle like trek hike. Yeah. Yeah. They They have to to
1: hike through the jungle. Now, Nick pitched this show to me as it's like um, it's like the race, that race show.
0: I was like, it's like the amazing race. Meanwhile, never seen it.
1: Yeah, next like it's like <laughs> the Amazing Race. I've seen an episode of the Amazing Race and that's just like couples and they're like, "Oh, now we got to get to this point. Let's hire this taxi driver who can take us there. Do you know how to get there?" It's like that. Right. I didn't realize this was going to be like so hardcore physical activity. And you also we discovered that the producer of this show or the, you know, the creator is
0: It's Mark Burnett. This is the guy who created Survivor. So This
1: is a an adventure guy.
0: It's this is the guy. And I'll tell you what, really well done. Very well done. Yeah. As I said before, Bear Grylls, that uh, guy from you know he's surviving and running. from everything. I forgot what the name of his show was. But Survivor. We talked about it. <laughs> um, you know he's kind of the host, and he's you know at different checkpoints checking in with people, and he's
1: it's also flying over them constantly in a helicopter, looking down and talking about what they're doing, which was fun um because he's just leaning out of this helicopter every time he cuts to him he's just in a helicopter leaning over being like oh that looks
0: tough yeah he's like look at the team they're in the lead but they still have a long trek ahead of them and then like they will cut to you know different shots of these teams and it's very clear to me who kind of listens and looks for these things. Nick is
1: constantly paying attention to how shows are edited and produced.
0: The narration of him, they try to keep Bear sounding like it's coming from the helicopter. So they like piped in like sound effects of a helicopter and it sounds like he's talking over like a radio when it's clear that that was done in, you know, post-production. Yeah. Because they're not, he's not able to actually call the whole race of 66 teams spanning like, you know, 50 miles ahead of one another. I mean, he can't. So they have to do it later in post. And I just think it's cute that they uh, decided they were going to like, let's just make it seem like he's in the helicopter the whole time.
1: Add that helicopter soundtrack.
0: He does a pretty good job. You You know, but he, you know, his show, I know, took a little bit of heat back in the day where that it it was kind of set up as, hey, look at this guy. He's surviving. Man versus wild. Man versus wild, right. He's surviving in the wild, but then you find out that, like, I think people found out that he wasn't really surviving like that. It was kind of set up situations. But there are points where he's showing that they have to, like, trek, like, on foot in a river. And, you know, the way that he's showing, you know, previewing the trek is like he's walking up a river, but the way he's walking is like sideways shuffle as if he's being beat down by the elements. But it's you, so
1: funny. When you can clearly
0: <laughs> see that it's just like, you know, ankle deep water and, he and a beautiful by, day.
1: He is by far the most humorous part of the show. Like if there's any humor in the show, it's him. Yeah, like Nick said, like shoulders down, pushing forward as if, you know, advancing on a like uh, tornado speed winds when in fact... It just looks like a very mild, sparkling day. Um, You know, they have 66 teams, like we said, 66 teams of four. And so you don't get to know all the teams. You get to know a few teams. And they did a really good job of focusing on who they focused on. Because there are some characters and heartwarming stories in here. Um, There's like a father-son team. And the father has uh, the beginning signs
0: of Alzheimer's. And they are a very touching story. Yeah, the story there is basically that father had done eco challenges and I guess something I don't know, maybe you saw when you kind of researched it a little bit. It seemed to me that this was happening a lot back in the day and then they stopped doing it for a while and now they announced that you know, it's it was coming back. So like that seemed to be a lot of sort of the situation. That they were dealing with was the fact that, like, oh, when I found out it was coming back, I was like, I have to do it. But this father, who who is suffering from dementia at this point uh he and his team like the old dogs stray dogs stray, dogs stray dogs stray
1: dogs they've been doing eco challenges since the 90s and he was going to do the eco challenge with the stray dogs but then when he got this diagnosis um his son was like i i want to be there with you for this and i want to do this with you his son was also going to be on another team and it was kind of like this might be the last time me and my dad have the opportunity to do an eco challenge together so i want to do it with him it's very sweet and i i i did love that a great deal I find that I don't get pulled into people's stories on reality television often because I, I usually feel like they're being like their stories are being exploited for entertainment and that causes me to be defensive. but I didn't feel that way with this. like their sto- all the stories presented here it felt very um, this felt like a documentary, you know, it didn't feel exploitive in any way. Um, another set, another team, which was, I think it was team, was it team endurance or in team endure, endure. Yeah. um, had two veterans on there who had been, um, either disabled in the line of service in some way, or had like medical issues from serving. And that, that was a very interesting story. They both were
0: disabled in the line of service. The woman, um went deaf because a a bomb basically went off near her and she woke up in a hospital and uh, she was an older woman too. And there was a man who looked like he was about in his thirties who was like in a tank or something or in a truck. And uh, uh, basically a bomb went off of some sort and it like blew his leg to bits. And uh, both of them were on the mend. And uh, so they were, you know, trekking through this jungle, and the woman lead, reads lips. She can't even take direction, really. She's just taking hand signals. So they had. A, they, they, it seems like, you know, the stories that we're following are, are people who, you know, aside from, like, the two top contenders of the 66 teams, the ones that we've seen so far, we've only watched two episodes of the show, Uh, They're following around people that are not only on this sort of eco-trek, this eco-race, but they're on their own personal journeys. Yeah. And it's it's not necessarily about, oh, I want to place first. It's about, we want to finish this together and get through our own personal situations. And that's what seems to be the personalities, the stories drawing you in. But what's, uh, you know, the cherry on top and what separates this from other stuff like this is what you're seeing is absolutely incredible. I mean, they had to paddle in their canoe for 11, um, 11 hours. Then they're on a jungle hike for five hours. Then the same night when it's like in the middle of the night at like 10 o'clock, they get on their own personal paddle boards and they have to paddle for six hours on their own in the pitch black navigating through these waters. I mean, what you're seeing only on the first leg of this race is is absolutely incredible, and I just can't help but think, like, can you imagine living in a world where not only are you, like, a, uh, an adventure racer, you know, you're into adventure racing, eco racing, but that you even know what it is—
1: that's wild to me that people knew what eco racing was because with the dad and the son that team the dad's been doing it since like the early 90s and so he's like my grandchildren love stories about eco racing and it's like what? (laughs) What? Who even knew this was a thing? I mean really? But what I liked about it was um, at one point the first checkpoint they get to like I think maybe it's an overnight checkpoint or something they have their team helper is there and so their team helper is there to help them like switch gears like and get nutrients and help them change and, and I was talking to Nick about how when I was a kid and my dad would do triathlons I would be like his team helper so I would have to be like waiting next to his bike or something so he would come like running up and then we'd help him get all his bike stuff on and give him water and then he would take off on his bike
0: so now, would he say stuff to you when, when he came in on that chat? What would, what, what would, it be I mean, like he
1: would just be panting and he'd be like, how are you? And I'd be like, I'm, I'm good. How are you? And he'd be like, I'm good. I'm good. And then I'd just be handing him stuff as quick as we could.
0: Um, that's pretty cool. Now, it was did, fun. Did you ever want to do something like that? Like yeah, you did. Definitely triathlon. And so did you ever look into, uh, you know, getting yourself involved in one of these races?
1: I've never done a triathlon. I have thought about it. Um, but, the running thing holds me back because I'm not that great of a wa- runner. I have done bike races before, and I love bike races. I think I've maybe talked about them on the pod. Um, I came, you know, I tied for first place, and, um, well, it was technically second. They were nice and said that I tied for first. And uh, They were nice. They were nice.
0: Why would they be nice and, and, and not give the first place Victor well. the victor? Victory.
1: This cause we had been neck and neck the whole time and then she took off. It was run by friends. It was a oh, okay. it was an alley cat race. Have we talked about this?
0: You, I think you've talked to me about the alley cat races, definitely. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast.
1: I'll just tell you guys alley cat races are they're they're bike races organized by people that you would say one might call them illegal. Um but it's a, like
0: fast and furious, but uh, yeah, it's with, like fast and bicycles. furious with bikes.
1: It's called an alley cat. And you have like a a map and there are checkpoints and you have to do certain things at checkpoints and you're just riding your bike as fast as you
0: can. Now, what would be a a thing you would do at a checkpoint?
1: Um, Sometimes it would be like 100 jumping jacks. Sometimes it would be like uh, five shots. Oh, wow. Is
0: it ever like put a pair of uh, underpants on George Washington's head over in the quad or something?
1: Um, yeah, it could be stuff like that. Like, or it could be like deflate and inflate a bicycle tire as quick as you can. I mean, it, it tended to be like bike sort of activities.
0: Now, I, I would imagine since this was not um, sanctioned, there was no people blocking streets off and stuff. I mean, it must have been very dangerous. Were you doing this in the middle of the night?
1: We're doing it in the day. And oh, that's okay. why they're illegal because their bikes aren't. There's no that's, But that's also the allure of the alley cat is that there's not a set route. So it's kind of like how well do you know your city? Like that's part of it. It's like I've got to get from this point to this point. What's the quick- quickest route I know to take? And then you just take that route instead of following th- the way it's supposed to go. Anybody so ever it get started any with in- any injuries? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. It started with messenger bike, like um, messengers and the bike messengers in the city because it's kind of like showing like i know the quickest way from here to here to here to here from being a bike messenger so that's how they got started but then in north carolina they were just like a fun thing to do in the bike community so i loved those i mean i i would do a i i think i'd do a triathlon if i could get if i could run more than five minutes ever in this life i would do a triathlon
0: yeah i mean it's pretty cool i I don't know. I, the idea of doing like a an Ironman or a triathlon does not speak to me as this eco adventure spoke to me. I think that's pretty really. Easy, right? Yeah, absolutely. The eco
1: adventure spoke to you. I mean,
0: it would be unreal for me to ever think that I could do something like that. You know, yeah. I mean, these people like they're. I mean they're they're being interviewed while they're like paddling for eleven hours and they're not losing their breath. It's insane. And I believe one person was like, "Wow, I mean, you are really." You know, you could have put the sails up, but you didn't. You're just doing it all on manpower by paddling. What's the deal? And, and the person, like, literally looked over and just, like, looked over at the interviewer and was just like, we, we did a lot of training. You know, it's just like <laughs> they... And then, like, afterwards, you know, the person, the team that came in first in the paddling was just, like, you know, giving their interview as they were tr- trekking through the jungle and was just, like, gl- glad all that paddle training paid off. You know, I imagine if you're able to, like, skill an 11-hour paddle over yeah. the ocean... The training you must be doing is unfucking believable. You must have to just spend all of your free time training, 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 training. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, but that to me, the idea of adventuring, you know, trekking through the jungle, uh, being on on the Fiji, you know, on the oceans near Fiji, yeah, that it's much better to me than you know running down the jersey shore boardwalk you know yeah you know it's like okay you're in
1: you're in for the adventure of it all yeah
0: i i would not make it on the first leg i'd be be, we'd be out yeah but i would have a lot of zinc on my face like these guys that
1: was fun they're all
0: covered in i like their gear man i'll tell you a lot of it has to do with the gear
1: i bet their bikes fix fit them i bet their bikes fit them oh (sighs) ash
0: you gotta give it up with the bike thing it's okay It's all right. You're going to go on your bike today. It's going to be nice. Okay. It's going to be a nice day. Okay? Okay. Folks, that's the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash realityblows. Don't forget to join us over on the old Instagram. Give us a DM. Give us a follow. We'll follow you back. That's at realityblowspodcast on Instagram. We're also on Twitter at realityblowspod. And honestly, you can just find everything that we do over at realityblowspodcast.com. We're very happy to have talked to you We will uh, be posting a Patreon, episodes 2, episodes 3, and 4 of the Fresh Meat recaps over on our Patreon. That'll be up on Thursday, so make sure you're checking that out. And also, have a very nice day. And why don't you just consider your own life like an eco-challenge. Get out there and run around like an idiot. Have
1: a great day. Bye. Bye.